Hi, and welcome to the Smooch Squad, where two extremely crushy friends talk about dating, crushes, and most importantly, smooching, which we actually don't talk about that often, but it's okay. My name is Sierra. <laughs> I'm Sylvia. I mean, am I wrong? No, we you're not We do talk wrong. a lot about dating and crushes, but when it comes to smooching, I mean, it's not really a topic we talk about a lot, so maybe we should try to get better on that. Anyway, let's crush it. <laughs> When was the last time you smooched? Ugh, I don't want to get into it. It's been a hot minute, which I'm fine with, <laughs> but it's been a while. And you probably smooched like this two morning. seconds ago or something. No, this, yeah, like, this yeah. morning. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was really nice. I spent it with my um, nieces down in Virginia, and then we came back to a giant snowstorm, and everyone had a snow yeah. day yesterday, and... We still have a bunch of snow, but, um, yeah, everyone went back to work and school and stuff today, so I kind of just took the day to get out of the house, nice. even though everyone was gone, just to be like, I'm not in the house, and I'm not driving for 10 hours, and I just need to stretch my wings. Yeah. That's yeah. something that you need to, that one needs to do every once in a while, you know? Definitely. How was your Thanksgiving? really nice it was really nice um my friend ash and i have had like a little thanksgiving tradition together that we have been kind of co-hosting thanksgiving for the last three thanksgivings Mm -hmm. um and for the lot for two of them i've made a turkey um which is an endeavor it's a lot of pressure because it's thanksgiving and people call it turkey day you know so I made one, um, didn't overcook it by some kind of miracle because, okay, so this is my story. This is the bit, this is the bit of drama that happened. First oh, of I all, love drama. like I'm cooking the turkey and I'm cooking it in a turkey roaster because I was using my oven to make pies and all of my pies, pie crusts were a little bit overcooked freaking because my oven runs a little bit hot. So everything cooked a little bit too fast. Anyway, so I'm in the turkey roaster and I have a meat thermometer that like tells me the temperature of the meat as it's cooking outside, like little container and then the little thermometers in the meat. Anyway, so I'm like, why is this freaking meat still at 80 degrees? Like, and I'm like, it is not getting warmer. It is not like heating up. Like it is just going so slow. Every degree is taking like a freaking hour. Mm -hmm. It felt like. And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it and it says 80 something degrees and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, why is my turkey not cooking? I'm like putting it in different spots in the turkey. I'm moving the, the thermometer around to see if maybe I accidentally hit the bone, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I look at it one more time a little bit closer and this idiot, me, accidentally set the thermometer to Celsius. So that bird was uh, so like cooked. who knows what that means. It was cooked. Um, so my turkey was a little bit dry this year because I accidentally cooked it in Celsius. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, not my finest moment, but you know, luckily it wasn't undercooked. I didn't give anybody salmonella. That's good. But yeah, that was my and then so I made turkey, three pies, and gravy. What were the pies? I made a mixed berry, 
a pecan mm. and a tom- oh my god I almost just said tomato a tomato no <laughs> that's pizza that's sh- Chicago pizza um no and I made so pecan mixed berry and pumpkin wow I just had my first ever pecan pie what'd you think not because it hasn't been available to me but I've always just been like why would I want to eat that <laughs> so then so then um my mom brought three pies down to my sister's and I guess my sister's husband like eats pumpkin pie or whatever pumpkin hello pecan pie so now I'm doing it tomato so then um I was like literally there's like the tiniest sliver cut out and I'm like nobody's gonna eat this nobody in my family eats this like I'm just gonna try it so I tried it and it's like good but it's very interesting because it's like super duper sweet it's but also the the crust isn't good at least the crust on ours wasn't good because we also had um strawberry rhubarb yum and apple and like apple pie crust is really something else the strawberry rhubarb crust was pretty good but the pecan pie crust was like gross and like chewy and well, i was did like she, oh. did your mom make the crust no absolutely not my mom did not make any of it she bought them all <laughs> So I'm oh, curious. Oh, did she buy? She bought the pies. She didn't make any of the pies. Yeah, she bought them all. But I'm curious since because they were all from the same place and all the crust was different. So I'm not sure if they're supposed to be made with different crusts. No, or I always just make pecan. So pie. I didn't love it. No, I always just make pecan pie with like regular pie dough. Mm. Um, for, my sister made the turkey for us, and I guess it was like really easy because she just literally put it in the oven for like 12 hours so like put it in the oven the night before and then for some reason a few of us my dad my sister and her husband woke up at 4 a.m to do an eight mile hike Mm -hmm. amazing love it uh not sure why and then we got back and it still had like a couple hours to go and it just I was like this seems so easy and it was pretty decent I mean turkey's not the best meat in my opinion even when it's like cooked well it still tastes kind of dry so yeah i whatever. really I don't love only turkey. like dark meat turkey i really only like green bean casserole and that's because on one of my infamous <laughs> you don't like <laughs> a mashed my... potato no i do like mashed potatoes but only with like that fake instant gravy from the packet what's it called it's um red it's called shoot what's it called the packet is red oh my gosh it starts with an m Um, what's the brand i don't know because Uh, i always make my own gravy well i don't like that (laughs) i have to look it up i'm gonna lose my mind um okay i'm googling uh gravy packet oh mccormick mccormick yeah so good (laughs) Yeah, so McCormick gravy, my fave. But um, my first, my freshman year of college, when I went to this girl on my floor's uh, place for Thanksgiving, they were like, just try this green bean casserole. And I'm like, my family has never made this. And also, I don't like mushrooms. And I ate it, and I was like, this is delicious. So now every year, every year, the past like two years, I've been with my family again. I'm like, can you guys make green bean casserole? And they're always like, why? None of us eat it. I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> so now my family makes it. Or Does anybody eat it? Just me. <laughs> I think just me. 
Incredible. It's very good. Shall we um, get on with it? Yeah, I guess we should have been talking about Thanksgiving a lot. Yeah. Also, <laughs> would like to acknowledge that, like, not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving, and that is, like, 1,000%, like, good, and that we live on stolen land. There we go. Amen. Yep. It's been a few weeks since I met a guy on Hinge that I'm interested in. Every time I see him, he makes a big deal about wanting to meet again. Things like, oh, we should go see that movie. And also does things like mention a friend he says he'll probably meet eventually. But he's a self-admitted bad texter. He said he wants to meet up again, but I've been trying to schedule something with him for over a week. And whenever I ask when he's free, I don't get a response. Today is Friday. I last saw him last week, Tuesday, and I've been trying to plan something since last Thursday. I can't figure out whether he's actually interested and is the world's worst texter slash planner or is ambivalent and not that motivated to meet up again. But more importantly, I'm a med student with a tight schedule and don't know if I should bother even trying to figure it out. It's been a long time since I've been excited about someone, so I'm frustrated, but also trying to be mindful of the fact that my day-to-day moves at a crazy pace and most people are more flexible with their schedules. From... And I am naming you Hung Up on Hinge. Okay. All right. I have some advice. Yeah, you go ahead. I mean, that's why we're here. That's why we're here. (laughs) Yeah, you tell this person. But that advice should have smooching involved because apparently we don't talk enough about smooching. Okay, I'll try. Um, The advice I have doesn't have to do with smooching. Me neither. One of my very good friends does not text. And he has told me time and time again, doesn't text. He is also on and off apps and does not do well on apps because he does not communicate because it's not his thing and he doesn't want to do that he'd rather just like meet then you know figure it out he's so easygoing doesn't need to be in constant communication with anyone isn't really worried about that stuff stressed about that stuff so the way that I communicate with him because he lives um far away is that I really just like call him And then we'll chat for, like, an hour or two, like, once a week, once every other week, whenever we can. Like, out of the blue, I'll just call him or I'll shoot him a text and I'm like, hey, do you have time to talk after work today? That kind of thing. Give him a heads up. And that works really well for him, even though he doesn't use phone call, even though he's not really a phone call person either. But he knows that he doesn't text and he knows that he wants to keep a relationship with me. So, like, the best way to do it is to talk on the phone. So... In terms of dating um, and things on, like, apps, he is straight up with people and is like, I do not text well. I don't enjoy texting. I'm not going to talk to you this way. Don't bother saying, like, hi, how are you? How's your day? Like, he tells them right away. And he's like, it has nothing to do with you. Like, not what I'm about. If you want to get a hold of me, just be like, we'll set up this date. So I think if the person has told you they're a bad texter and if you need to schedule things in advance because you're a med student you're much more busy and that kind of thing and even if you are a texter I think that because they were straight up with you you have to be like how is the best way for us to communicate because I am interested in you this is kind of frustrating when you don't text me back so should we plan something at the end of the date we're on about our next date or should I call you up 
or should I say, hey, text me about a time that you're free, or should I say, hey, I'm free this day at this time, this day at this time, do any of those work for you? I think you have to just, like, stop. I'm sure he's interested in you. I'm sure he's interested in you. You've met up, you've talked for a while, he was straight up before you met up that you don't, um that he doesn't text much. He wants to meet up with you again. He knows that you're very busy. I think that he is probably just struggling to communicate with you and you guys really just have to like be upfront about it and figure it out about how it's best for you to to communicate since you do it in different ways. And then you can go and smooch all you want. (laughs) You are giving this person a very generous interpretation of their bad behavior. Why? <laughs> Who's well, bad behavior? The person or the med student? The person. Um, not bad behavior. I don't think it's bad I just, behavior. I think he's stringing you along. I'm so Why sorry. Why do you think that? Because it's not like you've met, like, it's not like you've hung out a lot of times. Like, you've met up a couple times. You've been on a few dates. Like, this isn't like I have a friend who's a good friend and we know that the established mode of communication is calling. This is someone where you're still courting them or they are courting you and, like, they're flaking. No, I don't think so because they do mention about wanting to hang out again and they have mentioned that they're a bad texter and they have hung out multiple times. I don't know. To me, in the dating scene, like in a friendship scene, sure. That can all be honest. But to me in a dating scene, like saying that I would like to hang hang out again, I'm a really bad texter is code for I'm stringing you along. Well, that's messed up. Why can't people be honest, Sylvia? Because <laughs> I am I just naive or like I really don't think that's stringing you along. I think like because they have actually been meeting up. If they never met up, I think I would agree with you. Okay, but, but they here's actually the thing. have it says seen it's each a few, other. It's a few weeks since she met the guy on Tinder or on Hinge. Mm-hmm. And she's been trying to, like, a few weeks she met them. And she's mm-hmm. been trying to schedule something for over a week, which means that for over half the time that they have known each other, she has been trying to schedule something with him. That is stringing her along. I don't know, because, like, this person said they're a med student. And we don't know what the other person does for work. And also, I know that it's not a real excuse at all. But I was just having this conversation with my friend today that um, this time of year is, like, extra stressful. And I think it's all fake. Like, um, we're not necessarily more busy or more stressed or anything. But because that's what the narrative is around us, then we feed off of it. And we're like, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm so stressed. So I think that could play into it, too, that you're just like, oh, man, I don't have time because it's a busy time of year. And then, like, next thing you know, a day goes by, especially if you don't know the person super well. You could still be interested in them. But, like... I don't know. Like, Value your time. Like what I said, like what I said to you today, a couple like in the afternoon, we were like, are we still recording? And I was like, yeah, totally. And then I legitimately almost saw a movie at the time we're supposed to record because I straight up like spaced like that stuff happens. Yeah, of course it happens. But here's and the I thing. So like, I, you're my I'm friend. not stringing you along. <laughs> right. But we've known each other for like, what, eight years? Probably. Yeah. Like, you're not stringing me along because we have, a like, a reputation of, like, I know I don't text you back right re- very regularly, and I don't think I'm stringing you along. I also don't think I'm a bad person. I am an inconsistent texter. But, like, I also don't think, like, I'm not courting you. Like, to you're me, 
<laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I guess, like, y- like you said, like, here's someone who is very, very busy and doesn't have time for this kind of, like, lack of responsiveness so even even if let's say even if he is not a bad guy and is a bad texter and does want to send more time this kind of like this kind of communication pattern is just not good yeah for for these two people like this is an at least at this point in the med student's life seems like it's an incompatible communication style but i wonder if they've talked about if the med student has talked about like other ways to communicate if texting is not for them i recently found out because i have so many friends that are terrible texters and i am one of the best texters i know i will always text back like 99 percent of the time we'll text back i usually don't read a text until i'm ready to respond to it um and my best friend also never texts me back um and at this point in our relationship like what like 12 years or something i'm like over it but i sent her an email once and she immediately replied and i was like oh to get her attention i have to send an email and i like made a mental note about it so sometimes i send her emails just to be like hey what are you what are you doing on this day cuz i know she'll like respond to an email so i think that if you don't have a conversation about that I think that's I, on you. I guess. I really, I'm, I really, from these two paragraphs that Hooked on Hinge, is that what they're called? Hooked on Hinge told us, I am not reading that this person is flaking on them. So if you're leaving info out or there's stuff you're not telling us, it's possible they are. But from what I've just heard guess- Sylvia read out loud to me, I do not think that they're stringing you along. Yeah, I also, I guess you have to also determine whether or not, like, with barely knowing this person, if you're interested enough to put that effort in, or maybe, like, find someone who's interested in putting that effort into you, because you're busy and your time is worth more than what you're being valued as by this person. I do agree with that. I do think that is true. I'm also, like, very biased. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know this person. Yeah. And I bet you have, like, a little bit of background or something, so... Yeah, I do have some background. So, yeah. I think if you are willing to be invested, like, if you have... Every new relationship is going to take time. Yeah, every new relationship is going to take time, and it's going to find its own cadence and pattern of So I think you have to give time for that, no matter what the situation is. So I think it's valid to give it a little bit of time to figure it out and not automatically strike it down. I'm not saying... But I'm optimistic, well, I'm naive. Yeah, you I are. I believe in love, okay? I know, me too, sure. But, like, the thing is, is that I also don't think that if you find yourself putting more into a relationship, and then, and it's not, fe- you're not feeling fulfilled, then you either have to question whether or not you want to be in that relationship or want to be courting yeah, this person or be that. courting this, be courted by this person. So and then if you decide yes, then maybe you need to have a discussion with that person about it. And if you decide no, it's time to walk away. Yeah, then you know. Yeah. I agree with because, that. Because like your value is so much more important. Like you are valuable and your time is valuable. And like and this is the same thing that I tell people about like, you know, their work and their art, it's valuable. It's worth someone's time and energy to think about. And like if someone's not putting that time and energy into thinking about you, like it's time to find someone who is a partner to you and like that yeah, you are not putting all that energy find, into. Yeah, it's important to find like an equal and someone that 
Um, and you have to know your own worth yeah. so that other people definitely and can. I'm not, um, yeah, and I'm not saying that, like, at all times everything needs to be equal and you need to be putting as much into a relationship as oh, yeah. you're getting back, right? Like, I think that at all times, like, a relationship finds a balance where someone needs Give and take, more comfort yeah, and more, more. care. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that lasts for a long time. Sometimes that lasts for a little time. Sometimes that lasts for years. And uh, you just don't know. Um, and and so, like, you have to know, it, like, whether or not you want to put the investment of time into that relationship. And, like, if already you're feeling like the communication is off, the first determination you need to make is, is this worth it to me to continue on discussing even? Yeah, because if it's worth it, then there yeah. I feel then like we- there's no harm, especially since you're so early. Just, like, work it all out. Get it all out. Totally agree. In the open. But, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a person that in when it comes to, like, communicating with people or keeping in touch with people, I definitely put in more. But that's because I know I'm capable of that. Like, I've had internet friends for as long as I can remember. So I'm just, like, used to being physically away from people and having to put in just a little bit more effort. So when I first moved away for college or when I moved away from college and all that stuff, like... I was going to be the friend that's going to reach out more so we can both, like, get to a point that everyone's fine with because I don't mind. Yeah. I think I'm good that's at that. That's good. So. Uh... Yeah, I'm just going to pat myself on the back for Well, and one. please do. Of course. <laughs> well, it's hard. It's hard. It's exhausting. There's a lot that goes into maintaining relationships. Does this mean, since you're giving yourself a pat on the back, that you're your own crush this week? I'm not, but I will tell you what is my crush this week. So um, this year I've been trying to read a lot more and I'm currently reading this book. Actually, let me grab it. So I don't remember who it's from. Who wrote it? I mean, who it's from. So, um, oh God, I just lost my headphones. So a lot of what I'm trying to do this year is read a bunch of stuff on my bookshelf that I just have never read. I would love so to like do that. A decade's worth of stuff when mm-hmm. I really started getting a lot of books. Um, but this is and isn't that. This I got like a couple weeks ago from a library sale for like a dollar. And it's like an advanced reader's copy, but like it's two years old. It's called... Actually, I think it came out this year. Let me look. It's called White Rose by Kip Wilson, Mm -hmm. and it is about, um, it's a true story based on this woman, Sophie, I don't know, Sophie, who is German, and she um, is part of the Nazi resistance, and it's written in, like, verse, prose, poetry, I don't know, and I've, this is only the second ever book I've read like this and I am really into it not only is it an incredible story but the way it's written is so beautiful so if anyone has suggestions of other books written this way that they think I would like please tell me because I think I'm really into it and I usually am not into poetry but I'm finding it really refreshing and, yeah, so the book White Rose by Kip Wilson is my crush this week. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm sure it's great. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, now I want to do more research on this woman because she sounds incredible. So she's a teenager at the time. Anyway, who is your crush of the week, Sylvia? Well, I don't know that I have like a, a crush this week. More, well, uh, I have a crush on charity, I suppose. On don't well charity. Yeah, let's say because it's Giving Tuesday, that kind of charity. No, because it's Project for Awesome this week. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> but it is one of my favorite weekends of the year, um, particularly living in Missoula. The entire kind of like complexly team gets together and works on P for A and helps in the background and helps moderate the chat. Um, and helps host and helps hosts get their stuff together and things like that. So I have some shifts helping. I'm also hosting this year Ooh. with Hank um, uh, at 2 a.m. Eastern time. On that's, Great. I'll make sure I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Sunday <laughs> December 8th at 2 o'clock oh, Eastern gosh. time. Uh, Midnight Mountain. So like the second half of the live stream. Yeah. And I just I really like seeing a community that I've been a part of since 2008 get together and really make mm-hmm. a thing happen for good. Um, so Nerdfighteria is my crush this week. There it I is. actually found um, the Vlogbrothers through Project Frossum awesome in 2008. That's, amazing. That's how I discovered them. So, yeah. Fun. Wow. <laughs> there we go. It's very, very wild. Interesting time. Uh, yeah. When you were on the front page of YouTube and it mattered. Yeah. And it really mattered. It really impacted yeah. your viewership. <laughs> Those anyway. were the days. <laughs> Those were the days. Let's I haven't watched YouTube poetic since. about YouTube because no one else has ever in their whole life. Um, <laughs> you want to talk us out here? Thank you, everyone, for listening to us. Quick reminder, our advice is free, and it's very highly sought after. Rate and review us on iTunes or anywhere else you get your podcast, so others can hear our wisdom. I fully just heard my voice kind of change when I was talking, and I'm quickly going to interject with this tweet that I read today, which I think is extremely funny. Um, is it from your bot? Up. No, it's not from me. It's not from me, but my bot is still great. Okay, this is the tweet I read today. Someone said your customer service voice is just baby talk for boomers. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just doing that voice for the outro because I'm like currently still working in customer service and I know I do that voice. And I speak to a lot of people that are uh, boomers and older. They're very old. And I'm always like, hi, thank you so much for calling. Uh, My name is Sierra. Anyway, I've been Sierra. I don't go that No, high. do it. Please I, do it. Please do it. Okay, I'll, I'll do it, but I'll do my real one. <clears throat> I've been Sierra, and you can find me on Twitter at Crayola Wonder. Two A's, two R's, Crayola Wonder. Dude, I have to tell you, that's just your regular voice. No, it's not, because I tried to enunciate a little more, and yeah. I will continue doing it for the rest of the time. All right. I'm, I'm re- are you ready for mine? Yeah. And I've been Sylvia, and you can find me at Sylvia717. Again, that's Sylvia717. <laughs> I always repeat my phone number. Like, whenever I'm leaving a message should. for work, I was like, As you, you can should. reach me at blank, 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 blank. Again, once that's again, blank, that is. Blank, 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 blank. Love it. Area code, <clears throat> blank, blank, blank. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Smooch Squad Pod. 
Email us problems, questions, gush about a crush, anything and everything is fair game. SmoochSquadPod at gmail.com. We also have a Google form. It's very anonymous. You can go to tinyurl.com slash smoochsquad. And thank you very much to Lucas Phelan for our rad theme song. You can find him online, lucasphelan.com. Thank you, everyone. Have a great day. I never want to hear you say <laughs> rad theme song ever again. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 <laughs>